Hello, fellow lovers of all things green. I'm Mary Stone, and welcome to Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries. It's not only about gardens, it's about nature's inspirations, about grasping the glories of the world around us, gathering what we learn from Mother Nature, and carrying these lessons into our garden of life. So let's jump in in the spirit of learning from each other. We have lots to talk about. Hello there, it's Mary Stone on another chilly screened porch. We actually had some, uh, I'll say, frozen stuff from the sky last night before the rain fell. It is coming to that time of year, and I'm a little sad that I didn't take advantage of my sprouted spider plants that I used in the window boxes to decorate them. I had intended to bring them inside to use them as gifts. And, uh, boy, we had a deep freeze, and I... I didn't do it quickly enough, so it makes me a little sad, but there's more baby spiders to harvest off my other plants. Thanks to those of you that reached back about the last column about pawpaw trees. I had the funniest email from my singing buddy at the Karen Ann Quinlan Home for Hospice, Ken Roberts, who wrote me, been listening to your latest podcast. Now I know what a real pawpaw is. I always thought it was somebody's grandfather. Laugh out loud. (laughs) Anyway, isn't that cute? So thank you for the others, too, that never heard of a pawpaw tree. It was fascinating to learn about, wasn't it? And the invitation that I asked about last time about helping me by previewing some of the chapters in my upcoming book led to this story I'd like to share today. And it starts like this. Hello, fellow listeners and readers. Thanks to those who reached back with curiosities about my book underway. The working title is The Lesson of the Leaf. Its theme is maneuvering through overlapping losses that happen in the later seasons of our lives. For some, they come early. I hope to share the healing and growth that comes from observing and learning from the rhythms of nature and our gardens. You may recall that we talked about The Lesson of the Leaf in episode 13 of the podcast, and I invite you to revisit that or listen if you haven't done so already. It has a very special meaning to me because the wisdom comes from my brother Bill. Leaves have a cycle much like our lives. There's a respite spot I used to frequent when living in Booton, New Jersey. It was the early summer of my life. I'd lie back atop a picnic table at the top of the Torn Park, cooling down from a run there. I'd marvel at the unfolding leaves against the blue sky in early spring. Virgin leaves, each time they grow a bit bigger. They're tender to the touch when new. Then they toughen up as they grow, preparing themselves for the sweltering heat ahead. Isn't it true? Have you ever touched baby new leaves emerging? They are just the softest little things. So cute. In the thick of summer, leaves begin to show signs of endurance. Holes from insects, bumps or browning from fungus, and wounds from deer browsing on those low enough to be reached. As late summer looms, A few leaves shift in color, some entirely so, then drop to the ground early, ready to serve their next purpose, to fertilize our dear earth. Then the other leaves join them in the fall, shifting in a sequence of colors, first yellow, followed by orange, and ending with red leaves. It's during the mid-fall season, when all the colors overlap, that we enjoy the peak color performance. The ideal conditions for stunning fall colors are a moist growing season, followed by a dry fall with sunny, warm days and cool nights. But the weather isn't always ideal, just like the rhythms in our lives. 
Some leaves never are part of the rainbow, but turn straight to tawny tan or brown. Then they fall. Others cling to the trees until spring, when the budding new leaves release the old. I'm thinking of oak leaves and beech leaves. They tend to hold on to those branches and rustle in the wind. The sound of rustling leaves as they fall, that crunch as you walk. Rain comes and they soften and begin to smell like peas, inviting worms and others to help them decompose back into the earth, bringing all the nutrients from the sun and the rains they absorbed. In the fall of our lives, we see things shifting as we age, but what appears to be declining is part of our growth, and we cannot force it, and we cannot prevent it, just as we cannot make seeds sprout in early spring. If we look at our changes as we mature, accepting them as part of the cycle of nature, of life that returns each season with a new season of growth, we understand that we're part of this life, and therefore always will be, because the cycle of life never ends. There's a classic children's book titled The Fall of Freddie the Leaf. I came upon it long ago while waiting to speak with my grief counselor, Diana Sebza, who became the director of bereavement, I call her the queen of grief, at the Joseph T. Quinlan Bereavement Center before retiring this year. She'll forever remain my friend. And while the book by Leo Biscaglia is meant for children, it's a story for all ages, as the subtitle describes. While Freddie the Leaf feared letting go of his tree, his friend Daniel explained that we don't fear spring turning into summer, and we don't fear fall. So why should we fear the winter season of our lives? Freddie was the last leaf on the tree, and when he finally let go, he had the most magnificent soft landing into the snow that felt warm. And for the first time, he could see the whole tree and felt proud to be part of it. Wishing all of you a blessed Thanksgiving. Garden Dilemmas? AskMaryStone.com Isn't that a beautiful story and such wisdom? I actually have a copy of the 25th anniversary of that book. And how I ended up meeting Diana Sebza was when I was going through the thick time of grief that occurred after my brother Bill passed away, whose wisdom is still is very much with me. And I have to actually just share a little bit of a road walk I had a couple of Saturdays ago. It was when the leaves were just blowing off the trees. It was a windy day, bright blue sky with some patches of puffy clouds. And I looked up and there literally was a cascade of oak leaves flying around. I was holding my palms up, hoping one would land in the palm of my hand, and uh, and I just couldn't help myself. I grabbed my phone to get a photograph of the snow of leaves, and uh, as I was doing that, I could just hear my brother's voice, put down the device, enjoy the moment. <laughs> and as I did that, a beech leaf, no kidding, not an oak leaf, landed on my shoulder, and the winds just kind of stuck it there. <laughs> so I grabbed that leaf, and I stuffed it in my pocket, and it just it made me feel so good just to imagine, you know, that energy from my dear brother. Yes, indeed. And I did take that leaf and put it inside my book. I have a mock-up of my cover just, you know, visualize where it's going to be in my life and hopefully yours when it's published. I stuck that beech leaf in there. I treasure it. And I hope you treasure the memories of the loved ones that are no longer in your life on this side because they are very much in our hearts. And in that way, they live on. So thanks so much for coming by. I always look forward to our time together. And I hope you have as well. And if so, 
I always appreciate it if you could pass the podcast forward to a family member or friend or two so more can join us in learning and growing in the garden of life. Meanwhile, never forget that love never ends or dies. It always lives on in our hearts. Thanks so much. Have a glorious day. You can follow Garden Dilemmas on Facebook or online at GardenDilemmas.com and on Instagram at hashtag Mary Elaine Stone. Garden Dilemmas, Delights, and Discoveries is produced by Alex Bartling. Thanks for coming by. I look forward to chatting again from my screen porch. And always remember to embrace the unexpected in this garden of life. Have a great day.